0: IVM
1: The opening day was not good for Paytm. The IPO was being celebrated as the coming of age of Indian technology companies. And as some people suspected, most new age companies haven't matured yet. The stock crashed over 25% in a single day's trade. It even hit a lower circuit. This was coming, to be fair. Analysts had warned investors that the company burned too much energy and made too little in return. BTM, despite claiming to be the biggest financial services company in the country, is third when it comes to UPI payments behind Google Pay and Phone Pay. It may be the largest in wallets, but the wallet business isn't used quite as much anymore. Credit cards and BNPL, too, are quite niche in India. But what about its other businesses? Let's go through them. Paytm Mall, its e commerce vertical, can't compete with Amazon or Flipkart. Paytm Insider, a company that helps people film tickets, lags behind BookMyShow. Paytm Money competes with Zeroda, Grow, UpStox, and ICICI Direct, among others. Zeroda is the largest discount broker in India. When it comes to cloud services, it lags behind AWS and Google Cloud. It has made forays into real-money gaming, insurance and credit, but has limited penetration in these as well. So what happens to its $20 billion valuation? It'll drop. Currently, the company is valued less than what Zomato was, despite there being a huge gulf when they were both in the private market. In a slightly prickly interview on CNBC, Vijay Shekhar Sharma said that the company will break even when it makes more money. Things, however, don't quite seem that simple. For the next few minutes, you're going to know a little bit more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that gives you goosebumps. I am Chinmay Bhogley and here is the main story for 19th November 2021. Be it a breakup, a bad day at the office or an argument with your friend, your comfort is always chocolate. There's a scientific reason for that. Every time you eat chocolate, your brain releases serotonin. And we all know that serotonin simply boosts your mood, stabilizes your well-being, and is the crucial hormone to happiness. People were languishing during the unending lockdowns during the pandemic. They needed some of that sweet serotonin. So they took to baking. You remember banana bread? I do too. Well, it went beyond making just banana bread. We started to eat more of it too which meant the cash registers of premium bakeries such as Theobroma and Magnolia didn't stop ringing. However, in the last 10 years, there's been a shift in food culture and attitudes towards dessert. These bakeries have definitely influenced the Indian palate. However, Theobroma, Magnolia Bakery and other premium patisseries aren't the only ones who have altered the Indian palate. Let's go back in time, shall we? So if you remember, Cadbury's ads and positioning approach influenced consumer behavior in India. Do you remember the Cadbury ad which left you with the line, Kuch meitha ho jaye? And urged you to break a tiny piece of chocolate and just go for it after your meal. Slowly and steadily, it eased the Indian janta to include chocolate in your day, just beyond the box of imported chocolates you got from your NRI uncle. The other interesting thing that happened, milk chocolates started taking center stage. Milk being the main ingredient, with one and a half glasses of milk pouring in. The brand managed to transform consumer perceptions of a product that had been existing for years, associating it with happiness. So it slowly shifted from a product only for kids with toffees, toffees as a reward, to also one that adults could have. Meanwhile, gone are those days when traditional sweets were exchanged on Diwali or any Indian festival. Now we wait for a box of gourmet sweets or dark chocolate or a variety that we'd prefer. To fast forward a little, the Indian chocolate market size was valued at $1.9 billion in 2020 and is set to grow at a CAGR, that's a compounded annual growth rate, of 11.6% from 2021 to 2026. To gain some insights, we have Farheen, a baker from Goa, explaining to us how the dessert and chocolate sector has grown over the years. Hi Farheen, I have a few questions for you. So the first two would be, A, how have you seen the demand go up in India for more confectionery and bakery products? And secondly, have you seen the Indian palate for sweets really evolve, with chocolate conquering it?
0: I think that an increase in globalization has resulted in the demand shift from Mithai's to more complex European desserts. An average Indian today is well-traveled, therefore they have more knowledge of the global cuisines and the palate. Uh, Social media definitely has played a large part in allowing modern pastries to reach more and more people in various parts of the world. Uh, For example, I can be sitting in India and follow a chef uh, who lives and works across the world, maybe in Switzerland or in Chicago. Um, I can gain inspiration from them, from the work that they do, all in the palms of my hand, through my phone. You know, this kind of ease and learning has inspired a large portion of our generation to both create and consume global foods. Globalization has also led to people understanding the difference between a mascarpone cheese and a cream cheese, for example. So now this meant that bakeries had to focus not just on presentation, but also keep a close eye on the quality of their ingredients.
1: Thanks so much for that. So I guess my next question is, What have you seen as a product doing really well?
0: Um, So, macarons which were bought to India by Pooja Dhingra, who owns Lay 15, were a huge hit. I personally do not find them tasty. I think that they are too sweet. But it was such a new concept at the time to Indians and I think that that was a huge hit. Um, I also think that French desserts in general have gained massive popularity in the last couple of years, ranging from entremets, eclairs, profiteroles, beignets.
1: Thanks for that. So I guess my next question is if there's someone listening who wants to become like you, uh, what was your training like? You know, what's the training like in general in baking schools? Um,
0: India didn't have many internationally accredited pastry schools then. But over the last couple of years, many schools like Lavonne Academy in Bangalore have opened up that are working towards teaching their students the same skills and excellence that one would get from an education in America or France.
1: Thanks, Vareen. So my final question is, where do you think the industry is headed from here?
0: I think that the bakery industry is on the rise and definitely booming although the availability of cheap labor in our country has led to exploitation and therefore not valuing skilled labor for what it is worth. There is no concept of overtime pay or compensation which can be demotivating for chefs who are working in an industry where they are highly overworked and underpaid. However, consumers are still demanding newer options and the industry has been experiencing fortification of bakery products to satiate the nascent appetite of consumers who like to indulge, as well as the ones that are health conscious.
1: Farheen, thanks for coming on the show. You can catch this podcast daily on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We are the Signal on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. We'll have more episodes for you next week, so stay tuned.